Hello, everyone, and welcome to Heatstroke. This is my first time personally experiencing Heatstroke, and I sure hope it is yours, too. Um, Heatstroke is a podcast that is here to bring you true crime and near-death-related experiences. I am going to focus primarily on stories based out of the Hawaiian Islands, and I think that makes it a little bit special. A lot of people don't talk about the darker side of things when it's in terms of, you know, vacation or Hawaii in general. Um, so yeah, buckle up for that. I am your host, Sid Silva, and for lack of a better word, I am stoked to bring you the darker sides of these islands that often goes overlooked by tourists and locals alike. The Hawaiian Islands, like I mentioned, are amazing. They're beautiful and are on a lot of people's bucket list to visit in their lifetime. There's really so much to do here for anyone. On the scale of blissed out yogi to hardcore adrenaline junkie, the islands have something to offer for everyone. Something that is not talked about are the amount of lives that are lost on the lands and waters literally daily. The one thing that everyone has in common is that we are not as invincible as we seem to think we are. The culture here is unlike anywhere else in the world. Talking story is considered an acceptable reason to be late to work, and hitchhiking is more or less a relatively common means of getting to work in the first place. So, with that being said, I haven't checked the surf report, but let's just dive on in. For a lot of people, it's probably fresh news hearing that these islands are dangerous as heck. But seriously, if you think about it, however people are cruising, either on the roads, which are typically narrow and crowded, or in the ocean, which is always a freaking mystery, it is dangerous. Um, A lot of people, I feel like when they visit, this is what the locals, like a term that they use, is that visitors have Maui goggles. And although goggles are going to keep your eyes safe from salt water getting into them when you're swimming or snorkeling or whatever the term maui goggles basically means that people think that they are more invisible than not so it's kind of like the brain cells just go out the door when you're on vacation you know and even locals too when we're having a good time or ever it's easy to forget that there are still real dangers even in paradise so to get this podcast started i am going to just tell one of my personal stories that involves two hitchhikers and how my partner and i saved them from what could have been a very very scary situation in my new to me truck i am stoked to have my own truck on island it is incredible um i love just throwing everything and all things in the back of it um including these two hitchhikers that i'm about to talk about so which is also it's legal to put people in the back of your truck um and i'm sure i will talk about 
stories involving that in future episodes. But yeah, super interesting. So, um, we're on our way home from work, like I said, and we see these two girls and they're hitchhiking. They don't look distraught by any means, clean, um, and so we pull over to pick them up. And they hop right on in and they tell us where they're going and immediately we thought it was kind of strange that they were going to two different locations and we were just like, okay, whatever. We can't, I don't have like one of the windows in the back of the truck to communicate so once they were in the back of the truck we just went on our way um after getting to the first stop we invited the other girl who was in the back of the truck into the cab so that she could direct us as to you know figure out where we needed to take her um it's getting dark at this time and you know raining so she's telling us where she's going and we start asking her some questions and she is a well for for lack of a better word it's a it's a work exchange program where you find farms or something of that nature and you get to go there for a work trade and she was staying or at this time she found this farm and it's was titled the Hoylo Lookout and that's where she had been staying only for about a week if I remember correctly and there was just so many red flags for her and this is why her friend was actually going to stay with these distant relatives of hers she decided that she could no longer stay at the farm so we're taking this young girl basically back into the depths of hell as how is she's explaining it to us when she originally found this farm online she was told that there was acres of local produce and then they get to pick the produce and work with the the local produce and sell it and that it was just this like magical place with like fresh air and you know he really the owner of the farm really talked it up and made it seem like an incredible place when she got there though she soon realized that it was nothing like the description absolutely nothing the owner of the farm doesn't even use his any of the produce on the there, there basically wasn't a farm is what this young girl was telling us and my partner and I are both immediately stressed we don't want her to go there we don't know what to do and you know so we just give her our phone number and we tell her if anything else happens to call us at any time so the next day I get a text and I'm gonna call the young girl Pam so Pam sends me a text and is like hey does that offer still stand can you please come get me more stuff is happening and I simply do not feel safe and we were like all right here we go and so we ended up picking her up literally the next day 
after picking her up, she continued to tell us stories about how this man lied about going to, that he was going to go to Alaska and was like just trying to basically keep the girls who were there on the farm hopeful that he would be leaving so that things would get better. But then he never really left. And she just was working incredibly long hours, didn't have any way of transportation. She's out in the middle of nowhere, like where cars don't really drive at night even. So if she did need to get out, there would be really no way for her to even get out safely. It's very poor cell reception, like a very scary situation. Um, so now we have our hitchhiker, you know, and we take her to our house and we let her wash up and just like have a good place of, to stay. She was saying that this guy would even go into her tent and go through her things and took one of her pillows and just some really strange things. So then, I mean, as much as I love Pam and would love to have been able to accommodate for her more living in our little tiny house wasn't her ideal situation of how she wanted to experience her time while on island her biggest thing was that she wanted to work with a local farm so i took to facebook and just made a really quick post kind of explaining the situation and within minutes, I had over 60 responses of so many people expressing the same situation with that same guy at the same farm. And for the last 15 plus years, people have been hearing stories of this. So for me, I have not lived on island very, for very long. And so this was my personal first time hearing about this. But after posting that on Facebook, it turned into a complete outrage of people telling their stories and wondering why nothing has been done about this man yet. In one of the comments, it even mentions that somebody has written a book and has maybe like made some relations to the specific farm. So I'm definitely going to try and get my hands on that book and I will update you guys on what that book is in future episodes and hopefully get more information about this farm and why it is still legally allowed to even operate. Um, so just so everybody knows, Pam did find a new farm. It is the Dragon Fruit Farm in Lahaina, and she had an incredible, incredible time there. I will link that farm in the show notes just in case anybody is curious about it. Um, and it was really eye opening for us to, for my partner and I to have been so humbled by this experience of helping this young girl find a safe place and knowing that this can happen to anybody who is traveling to the to the islands or even just people who are are looking to maybe do a work trade that that live here all year round um 
The information that I've been able to gain from this person is that his name is Felipe, is how I believe you pronounce it, and that he has been doing this for over 15 years. I am definitely going to do some more research and make a larger episode about this situation for you guys in the following weeks. Um, So thank you so much for listening to this little pilot episode. I hope it gave you a good taste of what is to come and hopefully you guys will come back next week and I'll have a bunch more information for you. Much mahalos. Bye.